This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Friday, October 2nd, 2020. On this day in 1780, a British spy named John Andre was hanged by American revolutionaries. He was found carrying information passed on by notorious American defector, Major General Benedict Arnold. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Today we're covering the 1780 execution of British spy John Andre after he was caught conspiring with Benedict Arnold during the American Revolution. Let's go back to Tappan, New York on the morning of October 2nd, 1780. Thirty-year-old John Andre awoke early that Monday morning in the stone house that had become his prison cell. A steely-eyed guard watched from a corner of the room as Andre prepared himself for the day. The same guard had been there every morning since George Washington's court had found Andre guilty of espionage three days earlier. But this would be his last day watching the makeshift cell, because today, John Andre was doomed to die. Andre had been the chief intelligence officer in America for the British Army since 1774. In those years, he'd proven himself to be an affable man, respected and admired by those who knew him for his artistic and literary talents. Beginning in 1779, Andre turned his charm on an American named Benedict Arnold, Arnold was a commander in the Revolutionary War and a trusted confidant of General Washington, who had put him in charge of an important military fort in West Point, New York. But recently, Arnold had started to lose faith in America's quest for independence. After meeting with Andre, Arnold asked if the British would be interested in his help and what they would be willing to pay for it. Together, the men hatched a plan to hand West Point over to England in exchange for 20,000 pounds, the equivalent of over $4 million today. On September 21, 1780, John Andre met Benedict Arnold in the woods outside West Point. Arnold handed him papers with detailed information about the nearby fort and its potential vulnerabilities. Andre stuck the papers in his boot and snuck back to New York City disguised as a civilian. But along the way, he was stopped by three American soldiers who quickly discovered the smuggled documents. Andre was caught. The soldiers arrested him and sent the papers along to General Washington, who was shocked to discover Arnold's betrayal. Just a few days later, Washington assembled a group of officers to hold a trial. 
Andre was quickly found guilty of being a spy and was sentenced to die on October 2nd for his crimes against America. John Andre enjoyed the last few hours of his life simply. For the past week, he'd worn the same civilian clothes he was arrested in, but that day he was given a beautiful scarlet and green dress uniform to wear. He shaved, dressed, and ate a final breakfast that Washington sent over from his own kitchen. Finally, with nothing else to do, he turned to his guards and said simply, I am ready at any moment, gentlemen. Around noon, they led him to his death. Andre kept a brave face as he walked past the crowd that had gathered outside. He smiled and bowed respectfully to a few men he recognized, but his expression soured when he saw where the guards were taking him. After he was sentenced, Andre had asked Washington to let him die by firing squad, a much more dignified form of execution for a military officer than hanging. When Andre saw the gallows and a noose waiting for him, he knew that his final wish had been denied. He would hang like a common spy. He had no choice but to quietly accept his fate. He even tied his own blindfold and slipped the noose over his head himself. Then Andre turned to the crowd and said, I pray you to bear me witness that I meet my fate like a brave man. Those were his final words. In a matter of moments, his feet dropped and the noose tightened. 30-year-old John Andre was dead. Coming up, we dive into the aftermath of Andre's execution. Hi, listeners. I'm so excited to introduce you to the newest Spotify original from Parcast called Blind Dating. Hosted by YouTuber Tara Michelle, Blind Dating is a fun twist on a classic setup. Strangers are introduced, conversation commences, and sparks either fly or fizzle. But here's the catch. Our hopeful singles have to choose their match before ever seeing their face. And once they've picked their potential date, we turn the cameras on, and then it's either butterflies or goodbyes. Blind Dating airs weekly, with new episodes every Wednesday. You can find and follow Blind Dating free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. And now, back to the story. On October 2nd, 1780, a British spy named John Andre was hanged by American revolutionaries after plotting with Benedict Arnold to attack the West Point military fort. If their plan had succeeded, it may have changed the entire fate of the American Revolution. West Point, situated in upstate New York on the banks of the Hudson River, was a pivotal stronghold for the Americans. 
If it had fallen, the British could have cut New England off from the rest of Washington's armies and possibly have even reclaimed the territory north of New York City. But Andre and Arnold's plot evaporated the night the spy was captured. Though Andre may have been the one who got caught, it was Benedict Arnold who Washington really wanted. He'd been one of the general's most trusted commanders before his betrayal was uncovered. He was the real traitor, the American who had turned his back on his people. Unfortunately, he managed to escape to the safety of an English ship as soon as he heard of Andre's arrest. Washington tried to convince British Commander-in-Chief Henry Clinton to trade Andre for Benedict Arnold, but Clinton likely realized that giving up Arnold would set a bad example for any other American officers who were considering defecting to the Crown. He refused to hand Arnold over. So Benedict Arnold went free, and John Andre was hanged instead. People on both sides of the conflict agreed that the wrong man was punished. John Andre was beloved by his fellow British officers. He was more than just an excellent soldier. He was a published poet and a talented artist, too. He spent his last evening alive sketching a final self-portrait in his cell. His death sent a shockwave through the British Army. Soldiers dyed their uniform ribbons and feathers black in mourning. The loss even spread to the American side. Alexander Hamilton called Andre universally esteemed and said that his death was universally regretted. Benjamin Talmadge, who ran America's own spy ring, said that he was overwhelmed with grief that so gallant an officer and so accomplished a gentleman should come to such an ignominious end. Even the men in the court who sentenced Andre to death were reportedly struck by his nobility and charm. One reportedly cried at his execution, while another openly wished that Benedict Arnold was being hanged instead. George Washington wrote in a letter two weeks later that Andre met his fate with that fortitude which was to be expected from an accomplished man. But Andre was still a spy, and he paid for it with his life. In 1821, his bones were exhumed from his grave in New York and transported back to his homeland, where he was buried in Westminster Abbey. In 1879, America erected its own monument for Andre on the site where he was hanged nearly 100 years earlier. The inscription on the stone tablet reads, his death, though according to the stern rules of war, moved even his enemies to pity, and both armies mourned the fate of one so young and so brave. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories about U.S. history, check out Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. 
to stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by River Donahue, with writing assistance by Terrell Wells. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Remember to follow Blind Dating for a Dash of Romance and Rejection. YouTuber Tara Michelle hosts, and she's thrilled to help hopeful singles meet their match once they've survived the hot seat. Follow Blind Dating free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.